Amen. Okay. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. All right. So my name is Kasha Kedzia, and <laughs> yes, that's better. I'm like, I'm not that tall. <laughs> Height impaired. Um, and so my name is Kasha Kedzia, and I am from the Nova Edge Ministry in Northern Virginia. And um, my topic is the power of walking through life with God. I've been a Christian for 18 years, and I feel like I've only just begun to learn how to love like Jesus. I've become so much more aware of the difference between him driving me versus others and things driving me. I'm going to share some of my story, how I learned to make God my all, how I made him my source for love and trust, so that in turn, he can use me to offer others a relationship with him that can walk people through all seasons of life. Psalm 84 verse 5 reads, Blessed are those whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set on pilgrimage. Here's some of my pilgrimage. I remember coming home in third and fourth grade to blood on the walls from my mom's failed suicide attempts. I vividly remember coming home one day from school while she sat, legs crossed like a five-year-old on the floor, and she had meticulously taken apart the VCR, DVD player, whatever it was. And there were screws everywhere, and it wasn't broken. It was just, she was taking it apart, and she just wasn't there. And in that moment, I just was so aware that she couldn't take care of me anymore. And that I was on my own. It was that moment I knew I had to take care of myself. And where I felt like someday she's gonna succeed and she won't be here anymore. I internalized this as what I felt like me being too much. I was too difficult to love. I was expected to take care of her, and I had failed. I was not asked what I felt (coughs) wanted or needed growing up. I was told, once someone really knows you, they'll never love you. I wouldn't recognize this for many, many more years to come. But I grew up feeling inadequate and defective driven by shame and feelings of abandonment. I developed coping mechanisms of control and perfectionism. Mm -hmm. At 17, I was already becoming so hard-hearted. I didn't fully comprehend to what extent, but I desperately needed God. Mm -hmm. I became a Christian as a teen. I was 17 when I was met, and I was already living on my own. I couldn't rely on anyone but myself. When God found me, it was like a weight lifted. It was so incredibly powerful to fall in love with Jesus and his word. It was amazing. I thought he was my all. 
but I was still very much trying to earn his approval and acceptance. Mm this is what drove me for many years as a Christian. Not Christ's love, but trying to earn something that he had already freely given me. I traveled the world. I served in post-conflict countries doing development work. I led and served in the church, but often I felt burdened. But through all this, God walked with me. I missed it in so many ways, and yet he met me where I was. His word was still at work within me. I grew up to be a Christian controlling perfectionist (laughs) that looked confident on the outside, but was driven by fear and shame. I was bossy, demanding, and as much as I could inspire people, I could make those around me feel like they would never measure up because my judgment was fueled by my own feelings of not being good enough. Over the years, I clung to God's word and I sought out mentors who emulated a life of faith. I'm so grateful for the church and its people. But in the darkest moments of my walk, over the last 18 years, when I was curled up on my floor in agony, heartbroken, all the pain I spent my entire young adult life running from, flooding my body, in those moments, it was just me and God. Some Psalms that have always helped me that I go back to, and I'm just gonna reference them, Psalm 61 verse two, Psalm 105, verse 4. Psalm 27, verse 1. And one of my favorites, Psalm 25, 5 through 16, in the NCV version. (laughs) So I needed to learn to love myself the way Jesus loves me. To heal from the past that deemed me unworthy. I needed to let God heal my image of who he was. I had to learn to submit to God instead of being controlling when it's uncomfortable or painful. (coughs) Not out of obligation or perfectionism, but out of his immense love for me. One scripture that I have seen come to life as I choose God instead of self-protection has been in Job 11. Verse 13 through 19, it reads, Yet if you devote your heart to him and stretch out your hands to him, if you put away the sin that is in your hand and allow no evil to dwell in your tent, then, free of fault, you will lift up your face. You will stand firm without fear. You will surely forget your trouble recalling it only as water has gone by. Life will be brighter than noonday and darkness will become like morning. You will be secure because there is hope. You will look about you and take your rest in safety. You will lie down with no one to make you afraid. 
and many will count your favor. As I allowed Jesus to heal me from my past, he exposed the sin that blocked me from really internal growth. Those sins were pride and self-centeredness. A pride of, I know the right way, the only way, my way's better. And a self-centeredness of, my pain is greater than someone else's, right? Um, Which means I couldn't love well. But now because I was rooted in God's love, I could face those sins. I could face my own shame and repent. Now I could see the men and women around me sitting in darkness, fighting their demons and their past on their own. I have a renewed sense of salvation that fuels my desire to extend this healing to others, not just teach people the right way. I grew up loving God's word. I still love God's word. And I was really good at teaching God's word. But I wasn't good at loving people. I cannot imagine going through the hard seasons of my life without God and his people. Yet so many do every single day. Last summer, when my old roommate was moving out, I prayed for whoever moved in to become a Christian. I prayed long, I prayed hard, I prayed consistently. She moved in when I was amidst some of the darkest storms in my life, and she saw me fight to trust God and to make God my all again. And that fall, God allowed me to see my roommate make a decision to make him Lord and get baptized. People who I would encounter and never see throughout my day became so vivid to me. The guard that sits at the desk when I walk into my job to get on the elevator, I remember just being so much more purposeful. And I walked in my first day on the job and I said, hi, my name's Kasha, what's your name? And she was like, I don't shake hands. (laughs) And the old Kasha would have been like, okay, whatever. (laughs) And I would have never talked to her again because what I would have really felt on the inside was rejection, but I was like, I will love this woman. And every morning I would come in and say hello. And I started the job in October and in January, you know, came in, said hello. I was like, how are you? She's like, oh, I wish Starbucks delivered this morning. And I was like, oh, I felt those mornings. And I went upstairs and I made me coffee and my, I made her coffee. And I brought it down and I was like, hey, I didn't know how you like it. So I got you some sugar and some, here's all the things. I'll get the cup later. And this woman, no joke. She stood up and she hugged me. And I was just like, she's hugging me. And in that moment, she felt loved. I felt so much more loved, not only by her, but by God. And that's what I was missing for so long. It's those experiences in loving people. God changed my destiny. And as leaders, he is using us to change the destiny of those around us. Matthew 7 talks about the wise and foolish builder. The only thing that can sustain us is Jesus and his word. And I love how that scripture talks about that it's not a question of if the storms come, but when, when they come. And when they come, how am I going to respond? 
How can I teach others about this God of ours who will be there with them through their storm when they come for them? How can I love them and empathize by walking with them through those times and vulnerably allow them to see me walk through my own storms? Proverbs 10.25 says, When the storm has swept by, the wicked are gone, but the righteous stand firm forever. In the past, I was very much trying to earn God's and others' approval and acceptance. God's brought me through much heartache so that he could change me and use me to love others suffering and bondage in their sin. It's ignited a passion to love from a place of wholeness and acceptance. I'm not too much. I am just right. I am the kind of woman who will inspire the men and women around me by who I allow Christ to be in me and how I love. I pray he places me and you where he needs us. I pray he continues to mold me into a suitable helper. But most of all, I pray for those in need of him around us. I can see them past myself now. The lost and the poor, I pray in gratitude for all he gives me, even though I still desire many things he has not given me. And I pick up the fight daily to choose his will over my own. He's faithful. He is good. He is our all. And we are so privileged here to not only be healed by him, but to offer others a relationship with our amazing God that can walk them through all of the things that life brings. Thank you for letting me share. Thank you.